a win is a win is a win, and the Cowboy defense helped us grab our first one of the season with a 23-16 win over Missouri State. Today, we'll look at the success of the young wide receiver core, the return of the best third-down defense in college football, and the concerns that lie with the run game, all on today's episode of Locked On Pokes. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On College Network. I am your host, Lyndall Godfrey, host of Fantasy Football Confidential and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked On Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app, to get the latest shows every weekday here with Lockdown Pokes. The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Lockdown Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Lockdown's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast to tune in beginning August 30th. The first thing we're going to talk about today was the success of the young wide receivers of the wide receiver core as a whole. Tay Martin came out and proved that he's the dominant wide receiver in the offense. First, it bears mentioning that Spencer Sanders was out against Missouri State because of COVID protocol. So sophomore Shane Illingworth stepped in, did his job to the best of his ability on a whim. Tay Martin's emergence as the alpha wide receiver didn't take long. Four for four for 58 yards and a touchdown on the first drive of the game. He finished the game with 107 yards and a touchdown on six receptions. And can we just talk about that touchdown grab over the back of a defender? Strong manning a defender like that is always positive to see, especially for your quarterback that makes your quarterback know they've got a target that's going to do their absolute best to come down with the catch every single time. He drew pass interference on that play. Of course, it didn't matter because he caught the ball and and we took the touchdown and carried on with our day, but he did draw another pass interference in the end zone later in the game. Again, that's such a huge thing for your receivers to be able to do, for defensive backs to be so concerned about you coming down with the ball that they're going to go ahead and take a penalty instead of letting the play play out. It's such a big thing for your alpha wide receiver to do, for your wide receiver one, for that number one target on the offense. And I think Tay Martin came out and showed that he was going to be that option on the offense. He did tweak his ankle uh, in the second quarter, but he was back in after halftime. He played through it. Another great thing to see from a veteran and a leader in the locker room to play through a, even even a minor injury to play through the pain like that is fantastic to see. I'll con- he'll continue to be the number one wide receiver in this offense. He shows he has the skill set. He shows he has the leadership ability. So I'm looking forward to a first 
full healthy game from Tay Martin. True freshmen Bryson Green and Jaden Bray combined for five catches on 95 yards. Jaden Bray got some early playing time when Martin went out in the second quarter after tweaking his ankle. Sometime he may not have seen had that not have happened. So it was fantastic to see him come in and step up to the plate. Brennan Presley finished with four catches for 68 yards. And sophomore Rashad Owens grabbed a 28-yard reception to help further the air raid for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Like I said, it was just good to see them come out and put it all together on paper, even with their second-string quarterback. I imagine Spencer Sanders will be back next week, and I'll keep an eye on it. But he should be back next week against Tulsa, and those wide receivers will go back to playing with the quarterback they've been practicing with all spring and all fall leading into this season. But it was just really good to see the young running or the the young wide receivers come out and make an impact on the game. I think a total of eight wide receivers ended up making a catch in our opener against Missouri State. So the depth is very strong in that wide receiver room and the youth doesn't seem to have much an much of an impact on it. Seems like they they came ready to play. So like I said, I'm excited to see a full healthy game from Tay Martin. I'm excited to see Uh, Britton Presley continue to work his way to being that second dominant wide receiver and also to see some some uh, return game from Britton Presley it was nice to not just fair catch every time we received a kick so he didn't break off any huge runs but it's nice to see some get up and go out of out of a returner like that all in all I think we can be excited about our wide receiver room heading into the game against Tulsa We'll dig a little bit deeper into that later in the week, just see if if anything shook out depth-wise on the actual depth chart that's released. So we'll just kind of see how that happens. But I think, I think you have to come away with that win, excited about the youngsters in the wide receiver room. I'm thrilled about it. I can't wait to see what else they bring. Coming up, the nation's best third down defense from last season looks poised to return after a great but tiring outing on Saturday. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning in reach. But how does it work? Stat Hero shows you their lineups and challenges you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. No one else does what Stat Hero does by showing you their lineup ahead of time. You name the stakes, you have the advantage, and winner takes all. I'm a fantasy football degenerate. I play every style there is, DFS included, and Stat Hero is super user-friendly and is easy to maneuver. PGA DFS is also a weakness of mine, so anytime I can get some play in there, I'm over the moon. You can play... You can play too by going to stathero.com backslash locked on. You are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be played, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change your odds. Go to stathero.com backslash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. 
Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, that's stathero.com backslash locked on. The defense was definitely a highlight of the matchup against Missouri State. First and foremost, the third down defense who finished last season as the best third down defense in the nation went uh, Missouri State went five of 17 on third downs, four of which came late in the fourth quarter when our defense was white and there was some questionable time management happening. Now I'm no college football coach, but I think we can all agree that passing it when you're trying to run the clock down and avoid any form of comeback is a questionable decision. If I'm wrong, please point me to some numbers that show me so, but I feel like as a whole we can agree about that. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Missouri State also went 0 for 2 on fourth downs. Trace Ford was out of the game and will be out for the remainder of the season. Unfortunately, after tearing the ACL in his other knee that uh, from the one that he tore last season. So he tore that in practice this week. It's a heartbreaking injury. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Trace Ford. We hope you come back better than ever. Jim Knowles used a regular substitution to keep the D fresh. He pulled people in and out of that lineup all game long, and that allowed for some youngsters to get some play snaps as well. You know, this was definitely the time to get some of those young, young gun defensive players into the lineup to get some snaps in against a non-conference opponent like this. I'd be remiss not to mention Malcolm Rodriguez as the MVP of this game. He finished with 15 tackles to lead the Cowboys and three quarterback hurries. Even when Rodriguez wasn't credited with tackles, things that didn't show up on the stat sheet were happening. He was so disruptive. If the ball was in frame, so was Malcolm Rodriguez. He was all over the place on defense. He has a nose for the ball. He found it over and over and over again, including an almost reception early in the game. He just played lights out football. I think he'll have a fantastic season. It was very exciting to see all that he was able to bring on the defensive front. All in all, the third down defense looks ready to shut it down again this season. I think it's safe to put stock back in Jim Knoll's defense, even with the unfortunate loss of Trace Ford to an ACL tear. It was just thrilling to see them put everything together from the returning players to the freshmen, to guys that saw some substitution time last year. It really just worked well. I was very excited to see that defense come back and shut it down over and over again on third down. And like I said, those final four third down conversions that Missouri State got were at the end of the game when these guys were gassed. They had spent so much time on the field compared to the first half when we were pushing it down the field and and getting in the end zone to go three and out, three and out, couple drives and then punt, 
to have that happen over and over again and to keep sending your defense out and expect them to continue that lockdown, shutdown defense is a lot to ask of any group of men, be it at a college level or an NFL level. So I think considering the circumstances, they did a fantastic job continuing to bring it until the final buzzer. I think they can be credited a lot with this win. And as I said, Malcolm Rodriguez, my undisputed MVP of this game, in a minute, the most glaring concern, in my opinion, the run game. But was it the running back room or the run blocking that stuck us in the mud? But before we get to that, I have to tell you about one of the sponsors of today's podcast, our buddies over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has 9 flavors, ranging from coconut to salted caramel to German chocolate. I've got to get my hands on a German chocolate. If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box where you get two of each of the nine flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. It's that time of year again when all eyes turn to football as players return to the gridiron. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest show, Open now at betonline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of promo code locked on to receive a 100% welcome bonus. If you've been jonesing to make your first NFL bet like I have all offseason, now's your chance for the September 9th Cowboys vs. Buccaneers season opener. If you're new and lose, betonline.ag will refund your wager up to $25. If football isn't your taste, you can bet anything from basketball to baseball and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Be sure to use promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code locked on for your welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now I've talked about two of the fantastic takeaways for the first game of the season but I have to touch on the low light of the game the run game what the depth chart showed as a four deep room ended up seeing carries from LD Brown and Jalen Warren primarily Desmond Jackson fumbled in the third quarter and wasn't given another crack at it a call by the way Brandon Whedon made from the box Got it right, right out of the gate, knew as soon as it happened. And Dominic Richardson didn't have any carries. We had 59 rushing yards on 27 attempts, which is just, it's such a grotesque stat line. And, but you can't, we can't place the blame completely on the running backs. 
While the offensive line showed up great for pass blocking, allowing sophomore Shane Illingworth all day long to pass, the run blocking was abysmal. Holes were sparse, and as a group, it was not only uninspiring, but straight up disappointing. I'm not going to throw in the towel on the whole season for one poor showing your first game of the year, but I will be looking at the run blocking to have a monster comeback game against Tulsa next Saturday. And I mean a full turnaround, and I suspect Gundy and Dunn will have a handful of running calls worked into the game script next weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the number one thing they work on over the course of the week. I mean, it was just so lackadaisical. Everybody looked tired. And and like I said, I, I'm not sure, and I'm, I'm going to have to dive into it a little bit deeper, why our, our pass blocking was fantastic. I mean, Shane Illingworth had all day long to throw, but when it came to run blocking, we just couldn't get those dudes out of the way to get a, a clear hole for our running backs, and that's going to be crucial come conference come conference play. So I am looking for a huge bounce back, back game against Tulsa from the run blocking unit, from the running back room. I think we probably see quite a bit more LD and Jalen Warren against Tulsa. We'll have to see how that all works out. The official death chart, I think, still shows it as a four-headed monster, but eventually it's going to come down to one person getting the most snaps and and probably one being kind of a pass-catching running back. But ultimately, it's not going to matter what the depth looks like if the run blocking can't take a step forward and, and look better next week. I That will be my, my number one thing I'm looking for next week is a much better showing from the offensive line in terms of run blocking. Make sure to check back in tomorrow for a few more takeaways from our week one game against Missouri State. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!